0: Well, hello, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me once again today. Always a pleasure to have you with me. And today we've got a really special uh, uh, topic for you. You know, many of you business owners, and we've talked many times about the fact that it's going to be difficult to sell your business, especially in the future. Uh, it's already pretty difficult. Uh, and many, of the, many business owners that try to go and sell their business will come away I call it dejected and rejected, dejected because it 's not worth what they thought it would be, and rejected sometimes because the people that are that uh, would normally sell your business might tell you, Hey, your business doesn 't look as good as all these other businesses that we 're trying to sell, and, and we 're having a hard time selling them so uh, that's a big problem, and I think it's something that uh, you ought to pay attention to today as we talk with Jim Muhlhausen, who's joining us again from Half Retire. Uh, he's put together a great program and is finishing up on a book right now that will really help you to adopt uh, and look at a different strategy. Jim, welcome once again. Thanks so much for joining me again on the show here. Uh, great to be on the show, Bill. Thanks. Thanks, Jim. Uh, you know, uh, we talked before, and uh, I thought your concept was so great that uh, I wanted to have you come back and tell us more about the strategy Half Retire. And before we jump into all of that, uh, would you please uh, refresh for our listeners that might not have heard you before? Tell us a little bit about you and your background and how you came up with this concept, this idea. Sure.
1: So I run an organization of small business owners called CEO Focus. And CEO Focus is a peer network of business owners in about 30 local markets across North America. And during uh, my more than 10,000 one on one coaching sessions, holy cow, you know, you start running into some of the same issues. And I started to see business owners that were making good money, but when they went to sell the business, the math didn't work, like just like you were describing. And, you know, I kind of call it the unsellable business. And that doesn't have to be a negative term, it just means it's not the smart exit plan. You know, that, that an exit mm-hmm. plan of not exiting a traditional way can be an exit plan. So, what we wanted to do was formalize what we had learned and seen and come up with solutions some of which we were already using in different arenas for business owners that could help them kind of create a new exit door called half retirement the goal being work as little or as much as you want our goal is two half days a week but keep your income at or better than the
0: current level Uh, we call it keep the income ditch the stress i love it and you know that's what a lot of people that I talk to on a day-to-day basis um, and that I hear about from other advisors, that's exactly what they're looking for. And, of course, this came out of you talking to, like you said, thousands and thousands of of business owners over the years about, you know, what would you like to see ideally? And is the reason that it's uh, catching on so well uh, because so many people... Uh, that are business owners, are, are type A personalities. They want to be doing something. They want to have a game to play, if you will, every day. And uh, and when they start thinking about this notion of, of selling their business, um, obviously there's financial considerations, but a lot of them just don't know what else they want to do, and, and they really like doing what they do.
1: Absolutely. I think it's, it's really just about slowing down a little bit. Uh, Mm -hmm. and and still enjoying the benefits of a business. You know, the other thing is uh, my first business I started in law school, I bought some Meineke franchises, and that grew big enough while I was in law school that I didn't need to be a lawyer, thank goodness, uh, and was able Mm -hmm. to do that. But uh, I was guilty of selling those businesses a little bit too early and letting somebody else enjoy the spoils of all that, I call it, unextracted Mm -hmm. wealth that I had Mm -hmm. built but I never got to enjoy the benefits of. And if you sell your business too early, like I did, you can be guilty of that or or not get the advantage of kind of getting extra milk from the cow, if you will. And this is a great way to do that, that we all have untapped equity in our business if we can figure out how to extract it. I mean, you're getting the value you're getting now Mm -hmm. by doing what you're doing. But with some tactics, I mean, just for instance, can I tell a quick story? Yeah, of course. Okay. So I just talked to a client yesterday. And he's out in the western United States and he certifies x ray equipment. When he started, uh, you know, made the decision to half retire, he was traveling full time. He was doing the calibration, he was out there doing the work, traveling all over the western United States, some of which he liked, but it was just getting to be too much at his age. So he says, Well, boy, this half retire thing's for me. And as I talked to him, probably six months into the program, He's now cut his travel 80 to 85%, and he sends me a wow. note and says, well, I'm, I'm kind of doing this administrative stuff I don't, I don't like. The only travel he does is if there is stuff to do in Alaska or Hawaii where he wants to travel. Then he brings his wife, has a vacation while he's getting a little bit of work done, and, you know, that's a perfect example of what half retirement can do. Now we're working on getting rid of some of the administrative work he does not like, and we had a great call yesterday on exactly how to make that
0: happen. Yeah, that sounds exactly like what a lot of people want. Is uh, they want to keep. Uh, uh, I used to call it, uh, you know, part-time chairman of the board, but but half retire, half retirement spells it out much better. You're 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 really able to spend most of your time doing exactly what you want to do, but you keep your eye on the business. Now that's not for everybody and it's not easy for everyone to do. Of course, what types of businesses uh, and business owners are, are embracing this strategy of half retiring?
1: So in theory, anyone can do it, right? This guy doing x-ray equipment. I've got a lot of people in professional services, lawyers, uh, engineering firms, Uh, construction companies, you name it. I think any business can do it. You know, the one question I get is, I'm a one-person business. Can I half retire? And the answer is, yeah, but. You can get a lot of the benefits from half retire, but obviously with less staff, some of the tricks we've got in our bag don't work as well. But, you know, one of our goals is to actually, uh, you know, one of the topics I was going to talk about today was... Uh, giving up on delegation. I have a little saying, if you want to half-retire, stop delegating immediately, Hmm. which sounds a little crazy. That sounds counterintuitive. It is counterintuitive. It's also true because what happens is everyone thinks that the answer is delegation. Oh, got it. You're right, Jim. I'm getting a little bit older. I probably should delegate more, and that's ridiculous because everyone knows how to delegate. Everyone knows that if this is work I don't want to do, I should delegate it to someone else, yet they haven't done it. It's not because they don't know how to delegate or that they're stupid. It's that the work in its current form is undelegable. That's why they haven't delegated it. And it's a lot more complicated than, oh, I'll just delegate it. I I think you've probably seen a lot of the same situations I have where business owners try to delegate, then the person fails, then they end up catching the work back, and then they say something along the lines of, it's just easier to do it myself
0: yes absolutely and uh, yeah it's it's easy to delegate um, uh, making coffee it's another thing to delegate a complex uh, process that that has you know material impact on the business <clears throat> and um, and certainly uh, uh, I know people that exactly they've tried that they've they've built like extremely complicated processes and checklists and systems and handed it off to people and <laughs> it still comes back to them and if you can't trust that delegation then uh, it, it's not it's not worth doing in the first place. So so what's the alternative to when you say stop delegating?
1: Uh, we call it reprocessing. You want to reprocess your work, and uh, we don't have time for the long version, but I'll tell you the short version, uh, and I'll start off with why it's not delegable. We have this concept we call your Picasso work, and what your Picasso work is is the undelegable portion of any task or process, meaning that uh, some famous artist that wants to sell a painting for a million dollars only needs to touch the brush to the canvas. They don't need to decide what to paint or mix the paint or stretch the canvas or sell the painting or all the other functions. But there is this work that only the genius can do, and it's a portion of what we call the thing we want to delegate. And it's usually, sometimes it's a very small portion, but when you give up on delegating the Picasso work, the heavens open. And now all of a sudden you start to see through a process we call fractionalization, the way that you can break the other tasks into pieces and find that stuff you thought wasn't delegable because you bundled it. If you unbundle it, it, pieces of it become delegable. It's a five-step process that we use. But kind of falling on that sort of I'm never gonna be able to get rid of the Picasso work is step one. And then you figure out how to reprocess that work. You know, The same client I'm talking about with these x-rays Uh, One of the things we talked about yesterday was completely changing the way that he bills his clients. Uh, You know, currently he does it like a lot of people do. I call, I make arrangements to recalibrate the machine. I show up, I fix the machine. I send you a bill, you pay me. With his particular situation, it's mandatory that they do this, and I suggested that he go on a health club plan. Why don't you literally just... Tell them that every year I'm going to come out and fix your machine. We'll get it scheduled, and I'm going to bill you and tell you tell you tell me not to. We're going to email it to you. You're going to set up on an auto payment plan, and now you don't need to mail invoices. You don't need to collect checks, and this administrative work that you're doing just really shouldn't be done. You don't need to delegate it. You need to just get rid of it.
0: Good point. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of holdover waste from the days of you know pre pre. Uh, uh, let's call it the informational age the artificial intelligence age there's a lot of things now that people still do that they don't, certainly don't need to do and you can certainly uh, repurpose some of your other s- staff's tasks so that they can do more um, uh, high, higher level things as well, right? Well, it's easy to see on somebody else's business it's very difficult to mm-hmm.
1: see on your own I'm sure if you came in and looked at mine you'd be like, Jim, why are you doing it like that? Well, because I have my blinders on and and you can't see your own issues nearly as well as somebody else's. So that's a, you know, a fairly simple suggestion that I gave to him, but believe me, he didn't like it much because I'm asking him to change how he does it. And he was like, well, I like to do the work first and then get paid. And I'll tell you what I told him, that we have these, you know, the second step in the half-retire process is shift your mindsets, that there are mindsets that grow your business and get it where it is today. And there are mindsets that serve half retirement, and they don't always match. And that is a mindset problem, not a process problem. You know, he wants to do it a certain way. He feels comfortable. And I said, uh, your life would be a lot easier if you would bill it and then do it instead of do it, then bill it.
0: Mm-hmm. And until mm-hmm. he lets go
1: of that mindset, he's not gonna get. it's not going to get any better.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, of course, for, for some business owners, it's, it's not a good idea until it's their idea. <laughs> Um, oh, now, I don't, when, I, when you, we
1: all we all do that, right? You know, we all do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I find clients yeah. to be very receptive. I just think that change is difficult for anyone who's a human being.
0: It, it's a good point, and especially when, when they've been doing it for so long, and it's, you know, the old, if it, if it works, don't fix it, don't break it. If it's not broken, don't fix it, that type of thing. Um, here's, here's a, you know, big question is, what's the difference? I mean, how long can someone go on, being half retired, I mean, we've all met the person who's, um, you know, just in the way, especially in family business owners uh, situations where the the kids are saying, "I just wish Dad would or Mom would, would just, you know, retire already." Um, what's holding back some of these situations uh, from from them actually uh, walking away? And how long can this solution last for them? The the half retirement.
1: Well, in theory, half-retirement can last forever, you know, or as, or as long as you want it to. Uh, you see mm-hmm. the situations you're talking about a lot in a, in a family business, right? I, I recently bought a car, and uh, the 90-year-old with his name on the door was still wandering around the dealership, not doing a whole lot, okay? But he's the emeritus, if you will, the CEO emeritus of the place. And, and if you own enough stock, you have the right to show up. I, I remember having to tell a client his yeah. mom was driving him nuts Um, kind of doing work almost right and answering the phone when she shouldn't or whatever. And she was a very nice lady. I knew, I knew her a little bit. And I I said, can we agree that if you tell your mom to stop showing up, she's probably going to die shortly thereafter that literally she, it was keeping her alive to show up. And, and you go, that is not a business decision. That is a personal decision and you're allowed to make those. It's one of the benefits of being a small business. It doesn't need to make business sense it can help your family or help your mother, um, but you know kids that want to do it their way, and dad still wants to hang out and maybe be in the way. You know, those are family business situations, and realistically, whoever's in control probably gets to dictate how that goes.
0: You know, on the on the other side of uh, the coin, there um, a lot of business owners are facing burnout because they're they're still working as hard as they did when they were younger, but they're not younger anymore. They should be. Uh, embracing this type of a strategy, um, uh, does is this a good? Have you seen good results in with people that have employed this technique, this strategy, uh, with regards to uh, uh, curing, or if, if you will, or, or reducing the, the burnout?
1: Uh, if they're willing to change, I mean, frankly, it's my one of my bigger frustrations is people uh, calling us up and uh, whining, I can't keep working this hard. But then, when it says, "Well, here we will guarantee people five hours a week in a month," that they will, we will, they, mm-hmm. we will tell them exactly the process that can get them five hours a week. And sometimes it's hard to get them to do that. So, you know, to me, there are people that will take action, do the things that are necessary to make that progress, and there are people that are whining.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so there, you know, there are various t- types of people, but certainly. For someone who says, I can't keep working this hard, uh, one of the things that they need back is, is time and uh, if they can continue to work in their business as a solution. And especially, you know, what do you hear as far as the percentages of businesses that go to, let's say, a business broker to sell their business or an a M&A person, you know, whatever you know, what, whatever size business you are, you're, you're looking for somebody to sell your business. What do you hear as far as the percentages of businesses that go to sell that actually sell?
1: So I heard it from a broker, and you're probably more of an expert on this than me, but the number that I heard is that 90% of businesses that are listed by brokers do not sell.
0: Wow. Yeah, and that I hear in the 80 to 90% range all the time from a wide variety of people. And, you know, the reason for that is either the owner doesn't want to sell because it's not worth what they thought, so they'd be better off just keeping the business in some fashion and and cashing checks, if you will, or um, or the, the uh, intermediary says, your business isn't very attractive to sell right now. It's just not, there's a beauty contest. There's a lot of contestants and yours is just not going to win. So, so so that's where this comes in. So what's the difference? Let's talk about the difference between half retiring and half retirement. Yeah. So I would call
1: half retiring is the process, right?
0: (laughs) You're, you're,
1: you're going through the steps, you're getting there. And I've had people in a couple of months that, have completely transformed their lives. You know, they're, they're taking a solid month off when they didn't feel like they could go to lunch before. Uh, and those are the people that have, you know, stuck to the process. They had a good opportunity. Obviously, sometimes the opportunities are easier to seize than others. Um, but to me, half retirement is when you're there, right? You get to uh, do step six in our process that we call enjoy the spoils, you know, I get to go to Europe for two weeks. I get to take that month-long trip to Australia that I've done. I get to, uh, you know, my brother loves to woodwork. I get to, you know, make that uh, dining room set that I was looking to do. Uh, you know, I get people telling me I just want to be able to go to the gym in the morning, come in at 10 o'clock, and not have it stress me out.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and there there are a huge, large number of people in that frame of mind right now, and it's, it's tremendous what you've put together. Now, you, you have a book that you're working on that's coming out pretty soon. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so it lays out the, the process. It's a six-step process that we have created uh, in order to go from where most business owners stand today to being half-retired, and it's, you know, somewhat a flexible standard. I get people tell me if I could work four days a week, that would be great. Uh, I've got people that haven't showed up for work for two and a half years at all, don't know the names of the people that work there anymore,
0: uh, but, they still collect,
1: <laughs> but they still collect their paycheck. Uh, it's a nice gig if you can get it, you know, and they go hunting in Mexico and golfing in Scotland and all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, but what the book is designed to do is talk about the benefits of half retirement, some of which we've covered today, lay out the six-step six process, what you need to do to do it. It's uh, probably more... Here's what needs to be done, then the how to. I think frankly it would just be too long if I got into the details. We've got a pretty, uh, pretty heavy training program that people can go through that will give them all of the here's what you do, not uh, and and how you do it, rather than just the steps. But if someone wants to know what half retire
0: is and how you do it, that is what the book is designed to tell them. Yeah, and that's uh, it's worth it's worth reading. First of all, you know, here's something you can do today because I know the book. You expect the book to come out what in um, in the fall of this year of 2019? Yeah,
1: probably 60 to 90 days. It's it, it's written and edited. We're actually just trying to secure advances from publishers at this point, so it's already written. It, do you have a final title for it? Uh, the working title that may be final
0: is "Don't Sell Your Business, Half Retire." Okay. So in any event, folks, you all have a Google search engine. You can Google half-retire, and that's your website as well, isn't it? That's correct. So it's easy to find out this information. It's intriguing. Um, there is a process put together by Jim, who has, put to, who has discussed and been a coach to business owners, thousands of business owners over the years. There's, there's a, way, uh, uh, that, a way out that you should be considering if you think the process of, of selling your business is daunting or if you've been one of those that have been dejected and rejected by going to a business broker. So HalfRetire.com, is it, Jim? That's correct, HalfRetire.com. Jim, thank you so much. Uh, you know, it's always uh, great to talk with you and hear about their progress, and, uh, I, and I commend you for for putting this, you know, putting some – mindfulness to this solution because a lot of people tend to focus on well you, all you have to do is grow your business to xyz and you can sell it here or there or you can go public or you can do an esop you know all this stuff but uh for the for the common a- average business owner out there um they need another solution and you bring that uh to them so thank you so much for um for coming on today and telling our listeners about it and i, I look forward to talking to you again in the future
1: thanks so much bill always great to be on the show